hi munchers welcome to another episode of monday movie munchie madness this is your co-host michael reminding you as always that this podcast does contain spoilers the movie we saw this week if beale street could talk enjoy Hey, 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 and welcome to Movie Munchie Monday Madness. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown. Michael. Hello. Who's going to take care of this baby? The mother and father. Well, you're going to prison. But I didn't How are you going to take it. care of it? I didn't do it. You're right. I've known you for since a small child and you wouldn't rape a fly. <laughs> oh, good joke. <laughs> Excellent joke. Michael is here. Also here, first time, six timer. Oh whoa, Donnie Rashier. Oh, thank you guys. I'm uh, glad to be back. Not quite sure if I'm a six timer. Um, can we confirm with the stat man? We're checking the stats right now, and the number six appears next to your name. Okay, you I'm just a six timer. Up as soon as you start talking, okay. first time six timer. Glad wow. to be back. Thanks for coming. I'm glad to uh, blaze the trail for future. Six timers. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. We're gonna have to get your own coffee mug. I Keep sure here in the it. studio. Donnie, I wanna ask you one thing first. And that is did you see the movie? <laughs> the movie is <laughs> well before I ask you, I'm gonna tell the munchers what the movie is. Yeah, that's a good idea. If Bilk Street could talk uh Barry Jenkins joint. I d- yes, I saw the movie. Uh, you saw Moonlight. I saw Moonlight. I saw this movie. I, I saw it last night. Is last night a movie, or you saw this movie? No, I saw. I saw, <laughs> I saw this night. Beale <laughs> I saw Beale Street last night. Oh, good, good. Um, what kind of uh, expectations did you come into the movie with? I know we didn't get an official prediction from you. Uh huh. Um, so I was coming in hot. You know, I had. It had the movie had a lot of buzz. Obviously, Barry Jenkins is coming in hot as well. Yeah, real up and comer. Mm. And uh, you know, I'd say maybe I was coming in with a six. Okay. I I just seems liked, a little low. I just liked Moonlight. I you know. I, now, did you read the book? If Beale Street could talk. No, but I. But you know of did the book. Barry Jenkins write the book. the book? No, it's a uh, it's a James Baldwin. A uh, novel or a short story? Uh, I don't know. James Baldwin. Um, he's he's Alex's brother. Yeah, he's one of the lesser <laughs> yeah, known Baldwin brothers. James Baldwin Steven's is like, he's like a famous uh, African American writer, all from the like sixties. Yeah, and uh, he's also like a gay guy, which is like rare in the black community for that time. Uh, but yeah. You mean to be openly gay? Open, black an man. openly gay black man, yeah. Okay. Uh, but he's, I haven't read much James Baldwin, but, you know. I haven't read any here. He's a well-respected. I uh, read uh, the opening thing on the, of the movie. Yeah, that one quote uh, they, yeah, that, they gave. Yeah, uh-huh. so I technically have read some. Um, yeah, the, the opening quote describes how, like, I mean, this movie's called If Beale Street Could Talk, but Beale Street's in Memphis, Tennessee. Was it Memphis or New Orleans? It's in Memphis. Okay. 
but they were saying Bourbon, like, Bourbon Street is in there. Okay. Okay. So they were saying like, but this could be like any street. This represents just like this re- represents any street in America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this this movie takes place in Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. Of New York City fame. Yeah. Um, your prediction, I don't remember. I think it was a very disrespectful, borderline racist four and a half or something like that. <laughs> four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Four. Um, mine was a little higher as a seven. Yeah. What do you think coming out of the movie? Coming out of the movie, I have it at a 4.5. What? <laughs> yeah, I was there with Brad. Yeah. I, uh, four and a half? Four and a half out of four. Oh, my God. My was getting very bored. I was, I was getting fidgety. Jittery, fidgety. Oh, yeah. man. That's too bad. Yeah. It was, uh, the pacing just could not keep my attention. There was, a. Uh, I thought it was pretty well paced. I I was entertained throughout the whole movie. I'm going uh, much higher with an eight. This is wow. Immediately, an eight is probably even a little low. I'm probably go eight point two ish. Interesting. Okay. We're gonna have uh, to okay. really duke this out then. This is yeah, uh, probably break it apart. Definitely a top ten movie. Probably uh, best picture contender for this year. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. For, not for this year, not twenty nineteen. I feel like for me, because for me on paper, I think it's a contender for best picture. But when I actually sat down and watched it, I was like, "What do you mean no on paper? Way. You you uh, predicted it for on paper? It obviously, wasn't a best. Picture. Well, not for me, but I feel like for everyone else. <laughs> okay. Like no, it's, based on, it's based on this James Baldwin the, story, and the it's four, like the four and a half is very funny to me still. <laughs> with the four and a half, I just didn't. I didn't like it, and I won't watch it again. I okay. I will say that I'm kind of with you there on my experience of the film. Um, I okay. I came in with the six. I'm not gonna go any lower than six. Like I feel like. I got what I expected, mm-hmm. but, and I'll say another thing, uh, what I liked about the film is that it was, like, incredibly beautiful, the, you know, like, some gorgeous shots, gorgeous shots, like, Barry yeah. Jenkins close-ups, like, the, and, like, the emotions these actors are conveying are just incredible. Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, the reason I bumped it up was basically for the cinematography. Bump what up? I bumped it up from a 4 to a 4.5. Uh. Big old jump. Did you see? Have you seen Moonlight? I didn't see Moonlight. Okay. Moonlight, uh, uh, I feel resonated with me more. This, I I felt like this was a better movie than Moonlight. I guess I'll have to see Moonlight. That's Marshall Ali. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, who? Uh, who is the? Like his mom. I feel like she was pretty good in that movie. I don't remember. But yeah, Marshalla got the uh, that got that Oscar gold. That's what we won in the Oscar. Did he? Okay. He, he won yeah. best actor for that. Best supporting. Yeah, best supporting. Yeah. I'll definitely have to see it then. Well, honestly, I think this movie might have a best supporting in it, but not supporting actor, supporting actress. Um, uh, what's her name? No. Uh, well, is it Tish? But that's not her. I'm talking about. I'm talking about her mom. Her, yeah, I'm talking about Regina King. Oh yeah, she was really good. Uh, honestly, the storylines I liked the most were the parents. When Re- she goes, she has to go to uh, Puerto Rico and yeah, 
Trent and like save her son. That was yeah, heavy. That scene was uh, a powerful scene. Yeah, that's worth at least five points, if you ask me. That's like, uh, you know, she went. A, I mean, she went a little too hard, but you know, when it's like your son-in-law's life on the line, you really have to do whatever you, it takes. But yeah. then she she came in too heavy-handed and she fucked it up. The, I just don't think she had any shot at. Uh, convincing that woman that why'd she keep touching her? <laughs> she's <laughs> she's, she knows so she's, a, she's a rape victim, you know. She's like yeah, understandably man. jumpy about strangers like coming out of nowhere and chasing her down and laying hands on her. That was very uncomfortable. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. But uh, she she played that scene very well. Is who did? Uh, Regina King. Regina, Do you yeah. think that that's the scene that would win her? The, uh, the award. It's an Oscar-worthy scene. Performance. Yeah. And, and then the yeah. lead-up, too, she was, like, putting on her wig, taking her wig taking off. Taking the wig off. Why, what was the deal with the wig? She just didn't want to, like, be recognized? Or but she then, didn't want... She ended up wearing the wig, right? She did wear the wig. But I think... I mean, what I got out of that scene was that she was... She wanted to be genuine, maybe? Or, like, like be as real as she could so that she could level with this woman. She was freaking out. But yeah, she, she was, was like nervous. She was, she nervous. was freaking out. She was yeah. all sweaty by the that's what that That's scene. what I thought. Is what she was just like she, so nervous. She was and... thinking of the magnitude of this meeting. Yeah. She's like, this yeah. is like a life I'm in charge of right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the Hail Mary for this kid's life. It was disappointing that we'd never see him uh, out of prison by the end of the movie. We never see him out of prison, and we never see... I mean, we, no, we see him out of prison, but not, like... We don't get to see, after like, kid if, if the life gets better, you know? Mm-hmm. After he gets out of prison with the kid. Yeah. There's, uh, there's not much resolution there. Uh, it's not a feel-good movie, though, you know? It's definitely... It kind of I mean, This movie kind of I mean, drags you through the mud. It's like, this is these people's real not struggle. Even, not even compared to any other movie we've seen in 2018. This is this movie, like... That that hard to watch. I had a really hard time watching it. There was at least four or five movies that were like more depressing, more uh, just like yeah, sad. And you thinking of anything specifically? I was pretty depressed at at the end of Avengers. Um, <laughs> yeah, when, obviously. Like, when Spider Man was just like yeah, Tony. I don't <laughs> feel so good, Mr. Stark. Oh yeah. All of the all of our favorite Avengers are well, not all of our favorite Avengers, like yeah, Tony's still the there. The main ones are still yeah, alive. No. Ant-Man's still alive, so um, our favorite Avengers still there. This movie had a lot of tough scenes. It had some uh, tough we were scenes. Talking but... about the the confrontation with uh, the woman and uh, Regina King. Also, the the uh, I mean, the movie starts off with this party that. Uh, Tish's dad is mm-hmm. trying to start with uh, Fani's parents or family. Yeah, he invites. Yeah. So uncomfortable. It's he invites their family over and they're all good friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like they're not all good friends, but the the two fathers are real good friends. Yeah, and the and the mother and the two kids or the two daughters are just straight bitches. Yeah, Fani's sisters nice and mother are just. Completely unreasonable on every yeah on every level. 
Yeah, uh, Fonny is just nothing but the nicest man. Yeah, how did uh, Fonny turn out so well when his... Uh, he yelled at Tish pretty tough. Because that... he was just never home, as he kind of explained throughout the movie. Like, he clearly had a home, you know, and a family, but he, w- he would, like, sleep in the park. Yeah, Fonny never wanted to go home. Fonny never wanted to be home. Yeah. Yeah, to be around those bitches. Yeah. Um, and he was even the dad out. said one time that he was never scared of anything as a boy except maybe his mom. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe yeah. he just couldn't handle his mom. And like how could you not like Tish? Yeah, she's so nice. Tish is so sweet. Yeah, Tish was, <coughs> Tish was really um, sweet. I had a so I kinda felt like she was too sweet. Like I wanted too to Too sweet. <laughs> I wanted Come on. to see uh I don't know, I wanted to see her uh she stuck up for herself pretty yeah, pretty she hard she stuck up with for Fonny too yeah the cop, but man just she's like so pure yeah the most of the movie she was just shaking like a leaf like i felt like Fonny borderline raped her in that scene wait no dude okay, hold on yeah. i want that's those sex scenes were some of the most romantic yeah that was so real it seemed so uncomfortable it was so real because it was so real it wasn't some bullshit like porno looking sex scene like most movies it was like wow like I feel like I shouldn't even be watching yeah did you hear what like they were talking about it was like some porno scenes it didn't even (laughs) (laughs) sure yeah Uh, those are cool too but like sometimes it's nice to uh, see like what like that's like real yeah. romance. Like that's real shit right there. Like, I'm they, with you there. They made love. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, They're talking about it too. I feel like she like, didn't even want to be there in that first. That's scene. not true. She's she was nervous. narrating it, uh, and she was like talking about how this was like something that just was bound to happen after so many years, and like they didn't even like it didn't even feel like you know they're having sex for the first time. Yeah. Um, I've so one of the things I heard about from she says it much more eloquent uh, in the book. <laughs> so did. like in the book, she's she actually said it was like the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. She did say that in the book. She's supposed to be like kind of like not ugly, but a little homely. <laughs> and I, not that it like matters that they didn't make her. I mean, it's a movie. Yeah, they usually do that in movies. Uh huh. Certain characters. And uh, I think. Uh, well, it seems like they did kind of get the sex right because it's, it's apparently supposed to be like way way awkward. Reg- it was yeah, it was book. awkward for sure. Regina already won a uh, Golden Globe for best supporting. Oh hell nice. yeah! Oh yeah, dude. I feel like that's one of those categories you could win the Golden Globe and the Oscar. Take the Oscar. Yeah, we talked sure. about it last week. The Oscar category for best supporting actress is yeah, on deep. fire. Oh, uh, who else do we got? This do we want? want Emma to get Stone, in? Rachel Weisz. Yeah, Emma Stone was uh, so good. Uh, Claire Foy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good performances this year, for sure. Um, we had a lot of good uh, small roles and cameos in this film, like Davy uh, Franco. We have Dave, we have Dave I was Franco. thrown off when I saw Dave Franco. <laughs> did you want to laugh? I did laugh. Yeah, I did. We've got uh, that scene was great. The, with Dave Franco uh, when he's showing yeah, him the, that was a bright spot for sure. Yeah. Hey, can you? The more we talk about, I saw like a week ago. You guys just saw it last night, but I saw like a week ago. The more we talk about it, I'm just like, oh yeah, these were all very enjoyable scenes. But so the problem for me is like 
I'll give you the example of the scene with Paperboy, which you obviously remember. Paperboy, Paperboy, all about that Paperboy. All about that Paperboy. Yeah, it's great. That scene yeah. was like five times longer than it needed to be. No. Uh, I, was, I liked it. It was yeah, so... It was nice. I was like, they're opening another beer. Yeah. Do I really have to watch these guys just slowly sit beer and drink cigarettes? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Ryan... They ran Henry Ty- Tyree or whatever his name is is uh, just such a talent that he, like he made well, he I want to like watch him act in that scene more like that okay so the part of the scene where he's talking about his prison experience is like riveting amazing but then the whole lead up to that is just too much and then they talk about like the awkwardness of she's narrating the awkwardness of him coming over and stuff like that and how she wasn't prepared and all this stuff and then she doesn't show that at all in the scene. Even when she's just locking she's eyes nice. with Fani, she's just like, she, yeah, she's just being super sweet the whole time. She talks about how, yeah, but I mean, I feel she like, explains all of her actions. Like she's talking about how, <laughs> like it, how important this was for both Fani and uh, Paperboy. What is this? What what's the actress? It just seemed to, it just Brian seemed Henry like Tyree it, it could have yeah. used an edit that scene where remember, like they just uh, say the important things and we don't have to watch them just it was like an artsy movie where it was very slow paced but yeah you're, they, you're, they kept slow, losing they I kept like, losing me in those slow scenes like there's not, scenes of people like looking at each other and sighing it was like, and slow, back and forth and back and forth it was like, slow oh, paced but it wasn't like badly paced I thought it was badly paced because I feel like they missed out on some it, what would have been exciting parts of the movie like I would have they did a quick cut scene which was the, what you wanted to see two that dads Puerto Rican get raped <laughs> no no but like the two dads who are out there like yeah. making money any way they can to like pay for Fonny's lawyer and those two dads like their relationship was I think my favorite part of the movie the relationship with uh, Fonny and Pedro Cito is uh, adorable and yeah that was a great, great part of the movie that was a bright spot too for sure but the the two dads are like they're like breaking laws and like it's actually Brian stealing Tyree stuff. Henry yeah not so, Paperboy not Brian Henry Tyree oh okay or Paperboy um, I agree with you Brown you know the dads were very enjoyable like I would have loved to see a little bit more from their perspective rather than just like one they did short like they were montage side, but they're side characters cause like, suddenly like just, yeah, it's not, yeah I know but all of a sudden like them. all of a sudden the pacing is just like speeds up and it's like oh they're like grabbing this stuff off the truck and like you know selling it and like it's like oh this yeah. is like exciting there's like an edge to this scene and then and then it goes back to just like like listening to um what's her face just like throw up from morning sickness and like stand at the counter it's like oh my god dude how much i felt like i was working retail like selling perfume <laughs> Hey, man. Oh yeah, and she's just talking about how everyone uh, that that was so uh, good. Creepy. She's talking about like the yeah every the person, old man. even the old ladies that want to like smell her hand and yeah, that was a good scene. I thought that was pretty interesting. But the ones where they there's other there's like four other scenes where she's just standing at the counter that they probably could have done without. I even like even just looking at those scenes looked good. Like I think for me, with or without it, they it just looked good. I think there's a great movie in this movie. It just needs to be like cut way down. Like this artsy stuff is is good that's, if you're going to like a festival to watch. Barry Jenkins. Though. Yeah. That's, what do you mean? Like this is an artsy movie. This is what if you're expecting something else? Then I just want to. I just need a faster pace. I need. I need shorter scenes. I need fewer cuts and I less fade to black. He fades to black after every scene. I don't know. It was a. Uh, 
Like get some other. I would say other transitions just in there. a master class on acting that was enjoyable to watch. The acting uh, was the acting was really good. Everyone everyone in the movie did a good job. I think what let it down was the editing. And it let it, it it honestly like made this movie borderline unwatchable. I wanted to leave this movie. That's how that's how bored I was. Yeah, that seems crazy. I know it seems crazy, but like I I just I need a movie to be able to like at least let me sit and watch the whole thing because I it was a good story, and it showed me like this this side of the struggle of this particular group of people at this particular time and place that I found really interesting. And then it it led itself down with with the pacing of the movie. I think the I think the like the uh, cinematography is supposed to get you through. Like you're just looking did. at beautiful images. But he just he reuses the same shot all the time. It's just a constant close up of someone's face, yeah, and the then same. like a super. He uses like uh, ultra sharp focus on something, and then the background's blurred out. It's just like it looks pretty damn good. It needs like it, it needed some <laughs> it needed some texture. Like I don't know, man. I, I think you're off base on this a bit. I don't know. I, I just I, I think you if you like, need anything, you just don't like. It. If you yeah. like varied, I think you just didn't varied like the types of shots he used, or like you, like anything about like every shots scene was and like, like cinematography was gorgeous. But every yeah. scene was set up the exact same way. It's like close-up shot of one person's gorgeous face, close-up shot of another person's every, face, close-up yeah. shot of another person's gorgeous face. Gorgeous shot after gorgeous shot. Yeah, you're, you're describing movies, you know. The yeah. shot of their face, uh, yeah, because they're talking. I have, uh, so my, what what uh, I was looking up before we started uh, recording is where I've seen Fonny before. Where did you see him? Um, you all need to watch this show now. I think you would enjoy it more for for knowing this guy. Uh, Homecoming on Amazon starring Julia Roberts. Oh, uh, yeah. So he plays. I heard that was like the best part piece of television of the year. It was one of the better. Yeah, it was one of the better. Yeah, people have been talking year. it up for sure. Yeah. So Fawny's like. Julia Roberts is the main character. Fawny's this uh, veteran who's participating in some experimental study um, of like PTSD. <laughs> victims or just like veterans in general mm-hmm. and uh julia roberts is his therapist he's pretty good in it yeah yeah he's great in it isn't it like a is a sci-fi or something kind of like a sci-fi yeah. twist sci-fi, to it really I yeah because the, uh, the treatment that they're giving these veterans is uh science fiction it's okay. like not a real uh, interesting treatment yeah well we'll have to check um, that out yeah that that shit it's a quick one too you know it's like eight episodes oh yeah those Amazon shows usually are pretty quick Catastrophe he's like six episodes yeah you can just watch 20 minutes and watch them through in a day yeah easy easy bingey I want to uh, like there wasn't a ton of music in the movie but there's like a subtle like jazz beat yeah uh, the whole movie <clears throat> and they mm-hmm. would they played a bunch of records Sure, yeah, 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 definitely. Trying to find, like... A soundtrack? Yeah, exactly. I remember liking the score even from the trailer, too. It was like, that's a nice music. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I could tell, like, how romantic the movie was going to be just from the score. I think when I said this movie's good on paper, but I didn't like the execution or whatever I said earlier, I think what it comes down to is, like, it was well-acted, 
I thought it had a really fitting soundtrack. I like the soundtrack. I think it's a good story. But like somehow when when it was all put together, it just was wrong. The cinematography was beautiful. It's just it's just wrong. It just feels off to me. It's interesting stuff. I you know what. Like, I, I wonder. I mean, I, I, I wonder if I'm not the only one who had that experience, though. Because Donnie, didn't you kind of have that experience yeah, too? Yeah, I liked it more than you did, um, but definitely, like, and I think it falls on me. Like, the movie was a little bit too slow for me, uh, which is exactly what you were saying. Um, so maybe, yeah, the the beauty of the movie didn't sustain my interest enough enough to uh, kind of put it over the edge for me mm-hmm. oh you're a Moonlight guy I liked yeah and even like I didn't love Moonlight but uh, I liked Moonlight more than this this film I never saw Moonlight in theaters I saw it sitting at home so I think that might have a little to do with it But I think so yeah I think his movies need to be you need to be in theaters. Yeah. Mm. Those big ass, those those close-ups. Yeah, the close-ups are everything. Oh, um, Regina King, she was in the best season of uh, Leftovers. The Leftovers. I know. And I... she was also featured in Close Up in one of the like best scenes in that. <laughs> I show. know. I keep thinking about that scene with. Uh... Carrie Kings, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just close up on their conversation. It's very well acted as well. well what were they, uh, what was the conflict between the two? Like, what were they arguing about? I don't know. Her hu- husband was insane. I mean, uh, both their husbands yeah, are insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to, her, Regina King's husband was trying to kill, uh, Justin Thoreau. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good stuff. Glad we could tie it all back to Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Two weeks in a row, we get to talk about Justin Thoreau. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I started. I mean, I started following her on Twitter around that time, just because. Regina King. Regina yeah, King. <laughs> when she was on uh, the leftovers, <clears throat> just because you know I was like following the show on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. <laughs> I just what wondered, you about to say yeah. uh, I thought well, this was a... I mean, she just was tweeting about the show and, like... Leftovers? Yeah. Uh, you're trying to get all the, uh, the backstory you could get? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sure. Nice. But, you know, she doesn't really show up on my feed that much <laughs> these days. No Beale Street uh, chat? Maybe, maybe I don't follow her. Maybe I was just seeing some retweets. Hmm. Did you guys think Fonny was a good sculptor? His, uh, the sculpture that he made for, uh, for his mother-in-law. I was like, oh yeah, he's getting laid because of that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. But the rest of his sculptures just were shit. They were works in progress, I think. Were they? He never got to finish them because yeah. he went to jail, I think. Yeah. I felt like that. He's like, all I need is my whittle. That super <laughs> long scene where he's just blowing cigarette smoke at a log. And it's like spinning <laughs> that around and around. such a good around. scene. <laughs> It's so bad. It's like he didn't do anything. He like took a chunk of wood off and just keeps looking at it. 
It's like, no, it's still just like a chunk of wood nailed to a chunk of wood. Maybe yeah. it's like, you know, like what was never able to be finished because his long. life was... Yeah. Yeah. That's well, how all art starts. Brian Tyree Henry was like very wood. taken by yeah, it. He was, he was like, this is solid. This is like, you know, the experience or whatever, like how he explained it. I think he was, uh, he was like making fun of it. I right? think he was making fun of it too, but I kind of tend to agree with him. I'm like, okay, is there some deeper meaning in this, in this piece? Because if there is, I'll give it to you. But he never explained what it was. And so to me, it was just kind of a chunk of wood that paper boy, roasted. paper boy, paper boy, all about that paper boy. <laughs> she makes me want to go watch some Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. Who, yeah, who even knows when that show's coming back? Did anyone else feel like some white guilt during this movie? Yeah, of course. I mean, I felt like some undue white guilt because I was like, this was. A cop was such an I was, asshole. I was not even born in like. It's just, just, it feels like. like well, I, it just, just. It's incredibly shameful that people ever treated each other this way. Yeah, and I just. You know? And then I just think for. You know, I know for sure, like. Yeah, my grandfather was probably like that racist, <laughs> which makes me sad. But that's, uh, yeah, that's sad. But like, we're not like, and our generation yeah. is not. You still got to depict the. the oh, it's real. I'm it's, sure it's realistic. Yeah. I I don't ding it for that at all. And people are in but our I generation are as racist as uh, some of the char- the white characters in that movie. Yeah, there's. Like, uh, well, there were the what. Country. There were two like redeemable white characters. It was Dave Franco and the lawyer. And the, I like that the, one. Uh, right? The shop owner is also. Oh, and the shop owner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. His name's Finn Whitlock. Yeah. He's that's... from The Big Short, and he's. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the oh, okay. nerds in The Big Short. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I feel like he could be a good actor. I think he's still young. Finn uh, Wolfhart. Uh, <laughs> it's the guy from Stranger Things. <laughs> it was interesting though when the lawyer goes to uh, uh, Finn Wolfhard. I think Finn he went rock. Went rock. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard, I think, from Stranger Things, is a fan of Monday Movie Much Madness. Uh, are you sure about that? Oh yeah. What? I think so. <laughs> uh, I think he liked one of our tracks on Spotify. Uh, it could just be a guy pretending. Could be a guy who. Are you Just sure it wasn't Finn Wolfhart? That's the same <laughs> name. But we appreciate you if you listen. You sure it wasn't a shark? Feel free to come on the show whenever you like. A shark fin? If you want to plug uh, uh, the season the, three of Stranger Things. The uh, Yeah, the kid. Okay, we can get to the kid. But I can't even look at that kid's face for a second up there. I was so sad by the end of that movie. <laughs> oh, the kid. Uh, I can't even Jesus. look at the kid's face. Yeah. You know, like... It's so bad for him. Just eating cheese doodles. What did he write on the thing? Was it the day that his dad comes out of jail? So that's what I thought. It was either it was either he just wrote dad's coming home or daddy's coming home or he wrote the date. But they didn't show it. I was hoping they'd show it. How many years would you get for getting convicted they, of rape? They said he took a plea bargain. So maybe like 10 years? I mean... 10 years? Yeah, 10 or 20. Like, who knows? The kid was already... Clearly, he wasn't coming home anytime soon. Yeah. During the visit, and the kid was already like <clears throat> four years old, or you know yeah. what I mean. Probably another. I'm gonna say five. 
Yeah, at least five. Damn. Based on my knowledge of the law. Yeah, based well, on... That, it's crazy, though, because, like... We, we discussed this earlier. On the basis we, of... We basically have law degrees uh, from, yeah. from, yeah. from, from watching on the basis of sex. It sounded like... the basis like, of gender. Yeah. Uh, based on what uh, Paperboy was saying, like, you could get put away for a bunch of time for weed charges back in the 70s? Yeah. Exa- uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Somehow it was worse than Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, he was. They, t- yeah, he took crazy. a charge for stealing a car that he didn't steal because he had weed on him. Yeah, like I barely even understood that at first. I was like, "Oh wait, what?" Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's so bad. They're like, "No, this is Beale Street, motherfucker." But just that systematic, just picking off of young uh-huh. black men when crimes were committed, uh-huh. was like just disgusting. And the fact that there was no recourse for it, and the DA's office was like in on it. Essentially, it it just seemed like they wanted every young black man in New York to have a criminal record, just to have an a, like an excuse to to throw them in jail when they want. Yeah, be racist and like keep them down. Like they Disgusting were talking about behavior. escaping America, which is like uh, people escape uh, to America. You the, should never have to escape America. Um, so James Baldwin <clears throat> uh, is famous for like having he like left the U.S. because of racism. He moved to France. Oh, he did? Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was based out in Paris for a while. It just makes me sad to think that anyone would want to leave America for, you know, because they're being <clears throat> treated less than they would be treated in another country. Like, the whole point of this country is equality. It's a melting pot, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's built on the back of immigrants. It's like it's like FUBU, but it's like by immigrants for immigrants. It should be America's... Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, for immigrants by immigrants. Phoebe. Uh, <laughs> we'll write. We'll write Trump a note and see if he'll he'll change the motto. He's not going to be e into Phoebe. From uh, e pluribus unum, uh, unum to Phoebe. Uh, <laughs> that little boy. Um, I mean, maybe it was just the haircut. He looked a lot like him. Dude, he looked just like Connie. him. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. That was just a great casting. I was wondering if it maybe was actually his son. Yeah, I, I was looked w- it up on purpose, but it's not. Did you? It's, it's not. not? Yeah, it was just great casting. I think it was. I think they boyhooded it. Just good casting? Mm-hmm. Oh, they boyhooded it? Yeah. yeah. They filmed that when, he, when Connie was a child and then <laughs> digitally <laughs> put him into that scene? Yeah. Um, just one scene, one. Yeah, was a boy. First scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just knowing that he would grow up to be a great actor. Yeah. He, um, I mean, another random fact here. He also played Jesse Owens in the Jesse Owens movie. Hmm. There's a that. Jesse Owens movie. Um, Are you talking about Alonzo Hunt? Yeah. Or, I mean, Stephen James? Yeah. He's yeah. in the movie Selma, too, which I have recorded. I'm trying to watch that soon. Have you seen that movie? I don't know. Like, Martin Luther King? That's uh, Daniel... Oh, what? John Lewis, he plays. Don, did you ever give a number? For... Hey, <laughs> for six. Oh, yeah. Uh, for Mark Wahlberg? Oh, oh, shit. Ask this question. I'm sure we've asked you Do I list every... All- time you've been on. Do I list my Mark Wahlberg movies? Uh, you don't no, have to list them. I kind of, I'm we just proud. Know how many I'm, 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 I'm actually pretty proud of my... You can, I mean, 
I boast here? Immediate. I mean, Immediate. your number was not very high, so I don't know what you're boasting I'm about. I'm boasting about my, the quality of my Mark Wahlberg okay. movies. Oh, quality. Not about the core. Yeah, it's oh. not about quality it's with Mark Wahlberg. Quality. It's purely <laughs> about quality. You've got to see them all. He's in 3,280 movies. I'm a 10. Yeah. I'll just name the last... F- no, I'll na- yeah, I'll name the last five. If you're going to name them, just name them. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, starting with the most recent. We're talking Patriots Day. One. Deepwater Horizon. Two. Two. Daddy's Home. Three. Three. Uh, Lone Survivor. Four. Four. You noticing a trend here? I was watching a lot of... Uh, <laughs> faster, movies. faster. No, who's the d- director of all Peter this? Berg. Yeah, uh, Peter Berg. Yeah, a lot of Peter Berg movies. A lot of Peter Berg. Uh... The fighter. Five. Five. The other guys. Six. Six. Uh, the departed. Seven. Uh, Italian job, I think. Eight. Uh, no. Uh, no, you, you don't have to count it. You don't have to count it. Seven. Planet eight. of the Apes. Eight. eight. <laughs> Boogie Nights. Nine. 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 Fear. Ten. Ten. Those are them. 10, huh? It's a little ten, low. Ten, ten, ten. Uh, it's a little light. I think you got to start uh, approaching watching what? Mark Wahlberg movies like you would approach, like, uh, CrossFit, where you just do as many uh, as you can in the <laughs> yeah. shortest amount of time. More like drinking water. Like, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah like you just approach it. Are you, are you planning on day. living? Eight and not having a headache every day? <laughs> yeah. Watch some Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Fear is such a good movie. With uh, Reese Witherspoon and... Check it out. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, no, it's uh, Reese Witherspoon and Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano was looking fine in that movie. What is she not looking fine? Uh, this is the boss. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Pretty sure she was but a child and who's the boss. Man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, and how did we get to fear, but, um... I guess we, we know exactly how we got to fear. <laughs> Mark, fear and love. Is it okay ways. if I talk about fear? I mean, yeah, we put a, a disclaimer at the beginning of every podcast that we're planning on uh, spoiling, spoiling every, every movie. Uh, <laughs> so fear, he, uh, I just want to talk about the Alyssa Milano part. Let's talk about it. Uh, this is your forum. I've never she, seen uh, it. I mean, like, it's an early favorite of mine just because I think she does show her titties. <laughs> In, what year is this? Like ninety six. Oh, this is a this is And then uh, what was also getting me going, which like now looking back is pretty fucked up, I think. <laughs> is Mark Jesus. Mark Wahlberg takes Reese Witherspoon, like sixteen year old Reese Witherspoon, on to uh, an amusement park. And he just starts like finger banging her on a roller coaster. Jeez. In uh, fear? Yeah, but this is before you find out he's like a psychopath. You just think he's some like. And then he's a psychopath at all. Yeah, that's. Uh, People should be fearing him. Yeah, oh, he that's well the like fear and fear. The whole yeah. thing is like he's the fear. He'll finger he's, bang you. His on uh, a Ferris wheel. Reese Reese Witherspoon's dad is like an overprotective father. Mm. And then Mark Wahlberg comes into her life, and and you're like, why is the dad freaking out about? this like it's just some dude 
Yeah, because this Mark Wahlberg guy's been arrested for beating a Vietnamese man with a yeah. lead pipe. He's a well-known violent racist. And rapper. Right. Yeah, and rapper. You probably don't want him dating your daughter. Exactly. What you do want him doing is making as many movies as possible. <laughs> <laughs> seeing all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does end up being a psychopath, and, like, her dad was right. Hmm. I'm watching this movie because James Foley directed it, and he made Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in this movie. <laughs> it's at close yeah. range. It's also based Hell off yeah. a James Baldwin book. I'm a yeah, fear is a bit, fear is uh, not many people know later uh, James Baldwin work. And for the ladies <laughs> out there, he directed Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, oh shit, man. Oh, this, no, this man knows sexy. This man knows sexy. No, Fifty Shades Freed. I don't know which one that one is. Uh, I think that was the most recent one. Yeah. Probably the, the worst, <laughs> just by not my comments. It's actually on HBO Christian. right now. <clears throat> I think I might watch that without the context of having watched any of the other ones. Uh, well, move, fella. I love, I fucking love Dakota Johnson. Yeah, she's great. I loved her in Ben and Kate. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I... That's my Dakota Johnson. That's how I like to remember her as Babe Ruth <laughs> <Peter> Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she kept, uh... She and, uh, what's her name? Tilda Swinton kept me going through Suspiria. Because that movie wasn't too good. Uh, Tilda Swinton's an alien. Yeah, in, in real life, though. Yeah, and yeah, that's... I mean, like... She kept that alien vibe going through Suspiria. That's what <laughs> yeah. she wanted. Suspiria. She played herself. She's not of this world, so. Um, She's my one of my favorite aliens, though. Yeah. I mean, as far as aliens, so, sure. one of my top two favorite aliens. Yeah. Next two. You guys got anything else on Beale Street? Have you ever been to Memphis, Tennessee? Anyone? It's Memphis. It's no. not. Louisiana. It's Memphis. See, that's what dude. I said, but Nick read the opening paragraphs more carefully than we did. It's not even about that. It's just knowing they, where Beale Street is. They mention. Uh, uh, that's true. In the. Oh, shit. I don't remember who sings the song Walking in Memphis. Walking uh, in Memphis. Is he was. He says. Trying to get my I was walking. Feet yeah. I was walking 10 feet, feet off, <laughs> off of Beale. <laughs> Because I was walking in Memphis, I was my ten, my feet were ten feet off of Beale. Oh, that's how you know. Are you sure they weren't talking about Larry Beale? Pretty sure. Who's Larry Beale? I don't know. It was the guy from uh, Even Stevens? Said <laughs> 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 that like he was like a famous actor, yeah. someone we knew. Like we all, yeah, it's the guy from Yeah, the guy from Yeah, it is in Memphis. You're right. I know. Who do you think saying walking in Memphis? Uh, it's Mark Cohn. Yeah, it is Mark Cohn. <laughs> Never heard of Walking in Memphis. I was walking with my feet ten feet off my, of Beale. Trying to get my dick sucked on Beale Street. <laughs> Looking for some chicken. So I'm guessing that you have been to Memphis, Tennessee, considering <laughs> you don't know where it is. Uh, oh, that's where the king is buried, right? Or the closest thing I've been to is Nashville. Where's Grace? Yeah, and me. Yeah. yeah Nashville, man. Uh, Nashville. We got to do an app live from, live from Nashville. 
try to eat the All hottest right. chicken possible while recording it. Let's, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, man. You guys talk about, <laughs> about Nashville, Tennessee now. Right. You guys got anything else on Beale Street? No, I just got to say, I would have to, you know, I have to say, it wasn't for me. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It might not. It might not even been for me, but it's pure art. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will definitely concede that it's art as much as uh, Fani's sculpture is art. Oh, sometimes. And the fact that sometimes the execution was not as good as the intention. For some reason. All right. Um. Next week. We're going to go see Glass. Oh, Glass. I got some catching up to do then. And for real, I'm predicting a three. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just make up superheroes. Is there at least like a graphic novel about these guys or something? I think I love that he made it up. Are you there? Did you see Unbreakable, Michael? No. Oh, Oh, yeah. No, I did. No, I did. I I saw Unbreakable. Look, I've seen Unbreakable. I've seen Split. I haven't Split seen Split. Was, That's all I gotta watch. Yeah, watch that one. It's downright awful. <laughs> Split yeah. is good, man. Um, <laughs> it's a horror movie, Split isn't it? Is good, no, it's, not a, it's not a horror movie. It's kind of it's so it's an M Night Shyamalan it, movie. I don't like M Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> like Sixth Sense. I like to oh Sixth, Sixth Sense. Sense. Yeah, his first movie. I, I know. Like Signs <laughs> and Unbreakable. Okay, I like okay. Okay. And then of course. The Mark Wahlberg, the happening. The happening. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um, they. Uh, he's pretty corny, to be honest with you. No, dude, Split was. Good. If you think he's corny before you saw Split, yeah, I did. Wait I for did. the last twenty minutes of Split. Yeah, it's fucking. Hell- it's awesome. It's so dumb. <laughs> so awesome, man. Oh, this guy with like seven, seven different personalities. Now he's a giant monster. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, you ruined the M. Night Shyamalan classic twist. Oh, uh, right? sorry. Not even talking about... No, there's another twist, man. Oh, that's even dumber. Yeah, there's an even twist. dumber twist? Well, let's make this whole thing a M. Night Shyamalan universe. He had to throw it in there. Uh, you can't just it. have a universe, Shyamalan. He just made a he universe. Didn't bring in, he didn't bring in the village. He didn't bring in Sixth Sense into this we universe. We don't know I that. Wish he did. Uh, the aliens from science to come back like you guys are fucked yeah up. we don't know that he didn't do that yeah he might end this movie with that actually my favorite so M. Night Shyamalan movie is Signs though that's I gotta a, say yeah, it's, it's a good, good movie, movie. Yeah. I like that movie but I liked it when I was like 12 I know me too but then I watched it again recently I was like damn no wonder why I like this shit it's I watched Unbreakable recently Mel Gibson Joaquin Phoenix yeah it's a good movie yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true huh? yeah Abigail Breslin uh, Rory <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Rory McCulkin. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, aliens. Alien puts his hand under the door. It's scary. But, f- oh, but yeah. for real, freak me out. For real though, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real, real bad. Ass. Yeah. It's gonna be called ass actually. Yeah. Think it'll be better than Aquaman? Uh, Aquaman. I'm gonna say it's probably like a. Two point one is my prediction. Oh uh, boy, for Aquaman or for uh, for Aquaman? What's my prediction for Glass is a three. Glass. Three. All right. What's yours, Michael? Uh, it. Okay, corny as hell. Fake ass superheroes that aren't superheroes. Or There's like no superheroes. But they're posing them as superheroes in the trailer. 
Uh, Bruce is even, kind of yeah, a Yeah, Bruce Willis could see people's uh, pasts. That's not a superpower. Super yeah, he's super, he like knocks down a door. He touches you and he sees all your... Um, all your shit. All your yeah. shit. <laughs> I mean, that's all just like... Dreams. He might just be a therapist. He's, he, he's just weak from water. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I don't get swim. it. Swim, Here's the thing. I don't get it. I don't, don't think I'm going to like it. Cover. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to roll from there. Kevin, guest number. Donnie, you want a bonus? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I am a sucker for that shit. I know it's a shit. <laughs> it's gonna be a shitty movie. I'll say a four. <laughs> All right. I think it'll like it'll be satisfied. It'll scratch an itch. So we've yeah, run yeah. the gamut of two, three, and four. Join us next week <laughs> to find out where it falls on Quad M's list of movie from one to ten. Uh, I forgot to mention that this was this podcast was f- recorded live on Video Street. Oh yeah, we should have mentioned that at the beginning. We not even think of yeah. telling them that. It's pretty. It's weird. <laughs> we spent a lot of money to do this yeah, to get to yeah. Nashville. How did we I mean, forget to get to Memphis? To get to Louisiana. <laughs> How did I forget which state we were in? Yeah. All right. <sighs> Thanks for yeah. Right. Sorry. Sorry, I mean to interrupt you, but That's I did really because is. this podcast is now over. <laughs> Thank you for munching. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. Thanks, thanks again to Donnie. First time, six timer. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me back, fellas. We'll see you later.